frankly, it was kind of triggering for me. <laughs> Welcome to Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Klein, coming to you from the unceded territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, otherwise known as beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Lots of emerging filmmakers follow the advice to write what you know. But Vancouver writer-director and filmmaker Jamie Lamb knows something not many of us can even begin to comprehend, what it's like to grow up with a loving parent who's also a hoarder. It's that lived experience Jamie explores in her sensitive short film, The Mess We're In, which screened this month as part of Cinevic's Short Circuit Pacific Rim Film Festival. The film won Best Cinematography, Best Direction, and Best Film at the 2022 Mighty Asian Movie Making Marathon. And its subject is so fascinating, it left me wanting to know more. Welcome to Push In, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Scene one. The mess we're in's log line is still living in the hoarder's house she grew up in. Young adult Dara contemplates moving forward in life. Are your parents full-scale hoarders? <laughs> I wouldn't say full-scale, but I would definitely classify them as hoarders. I feel like the depiction of hoarders, especially on TV shows, is quite extreme. They tend to show, you know, the worst kind of situations possible where, you know, people are buried under piles of things or, you know, you find dead animals or, you know, it's just to the extreme. Whereas what I wanted to depict in my film was the reality that hoarding doesn't have to reach that level to affect someone living in that space. And yeah, I would say... <laughs> I hate to out my parents like this. This is one of the struggles I had kind of making this film, kind of putting my family baggage up on screen. But yes, I would say, yeah, my, my mother has a level of hoarding that has affected me from a young age and affects me to this day. How would you describe what it is you most wanted to say with this film? I wanted to express the kind of cognitive dissonance that can happen from a child of hoarders perspective, when you have a family that can be very loving, but simultaneously the environment that you're living in is very stress-inducing. And so you've got these two things in your head kind of pulling you back and forth of, should I leave? Should I stay? You know, like this kind of situation you're put in where you're being pulled in these two opposite directions. And I, I think oftentimes stories about hoarders are focused on hoarders themselves and not always talking about the perspective of the children or what it's like to live there as a younger person versus some people tell stories about when they're cleaning out their old folks' homes when they're older and downsizing their parents' homes. But I think the kind of teenage, young adult age is still a very sensitive one. And I just wanted to put the story out there to see if anyone else relates. Titles can be really effective in getting the audience to check a film out. And your title, The Mess We're In, definitely pulled me in. How did you come up with it? It's funny. For the longest time, this film was actually called <laughs> Mother Clutter. I had a draft of this film back in 2019 that was very, very different. It was like a period piece in the 90s of growing up in the 90s trying to learn this like hip-hop dance routine and it was set at a younger age of kind of preteen age still living in a hoarder's house and such but COVID actually stopped the production of that version of the film and 
I decided, you know, Mother Clutter is not, uh, it's kind of a comedic sounding title and not necessarily a very serious sounding title. And so I just started brainstorming. I feel like coming up with the title is always one of my favorite parts of making films. I think the title is so representative of the whole core idea, but it can suggest other things and plant other um, connotations into your mind when you think of the film. And yeah, it just, it just came to me, honestly. <laughs> Scene two. So as a production designer, I want to know how you found your location and filled it with enough, uh, we'll call it valuable stuff. <laughs> well, we got really lucky with the location. We were struggling for a really long time to find a place that was willing to take us. And I went on Craigslist. I found a bunch of different houses. I messaged all of them. And the location we ended up shooting in was the one reply that I got. And whoa. Yeah. Luckily, the owner had about three, four days before a new tenant was going to move in and rent the whole house. And luckily, it was the shoot dates that we had. And so we just slid wow. in there and we, were, we got really lucky with that house. Um, it had such a great built in kind of, you know, it had great wallpaper already. It had a lot of wood textures and different kind of colors here and there, you know, how DPs hate white walls. So <laughs> my DP was like, Jamie, please, can we go with this house, please? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. But in terms of filling it with things, oh, that was a massive challenge. Um, oh, it was empty. So we had to start from zero and just kind of get, we kind of tried to cheat in a lot of ways of filling space with, you know, garbage bags full of, uh, you know, kind of empty boxes or something to kind of fill up gaps here and there. And it was really tough because we didn't have a lot of prep time for our film at all, less than a month, really. And so procuring these items was really difficult. And even the night before, we didn't feel that there was enough in the house. Even now, when I watch the film, sometimes I don't, I don't, I don't think it's messy quite enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> What was it like to shoot in the middle of all that debris? Frankly, it was kind of triggering for me <laughs> because uh, when I'm in my own space at home, sometimes um, I get triggered by bumping into things. And and I think that's explored in the film with her tripping on plastic bags and such. But it was pretty stressful and cramped at times. What was your toughest challenge on the film? <sighs> I think I would still say production design um, just because getting the mess like right, you know, it, it was kind of a juggling of, you know, like how do I communicate my vision of what a mess looks like? Right. It could be anything. A mess could be anything. And even the night before our first shoot day, I was pulling bags from my house. Just, I didn't care anymore. I was like, mom, I'm, I'm pulling your things. <laughs> and I would fill up the car to the max and the next morning I just drove and I started just like throwing things around and be like, okay, we got to fill this up. You know, it has to feel like you're bumping into things in like visually as well. Right. But yeah, there's, it's funny. There's some little Easter eggs of, uh, there's a scene where she holds up this shirt and is like, does this spark joy? And, uh, there's two clothing items. She holds up kids clothes and those clothes are actually my kids clothes. Scene three. What are you working on next? After the mess we're in, kind of reviewing the 
my idea database and such, I'm just like, what, what is speaking to, to me, right? So I'm kind of in the middle of that process, trying to figure out what I want to tackle next, trying to maybe start writing a first feature. But I have a few short ideas I think I want to tackle first. You know, there's maybe like a little horror short that I want to try tackling just because I haven't done horror before and I love to try new things. Yeah, so TBD, we'll see. I know that you said that before making the film, you had asked yourself why your protagonist stays in this situation. How did making the film help you come up with that answer or did it? I think it was late in the writing process that I realized that at the core of the story, it wasn't about the hoarding situation or about uh, the stress of it. It was more about her decision to stay, like you said, and what is keeping me here, because I still live in the space, unfortunately. And it, the answer is just the love, right? You took from your mom's house extra bags of garbage and whatever, or, or uh, valuables, <laughs> to pad out your set deck. Did you ever bring them back? Yes, I did. <laughs> they are in the house. Most of it is still in the house. <laughs> in a way, ironically, I feel like I made a bigger mess making this film in my house than before. Tail slate. You've been super generous in sharing with us today, Jamie, and thank you so much and good luck with the mess we're in. Thank you so much, Joyce. And that's a wrap. You can find links to Jamie in the show notes, and you can help promote the talented filmmakers we feature by liking, subscribing, or five-star rating us so others can find their interviews more easily. That's it for now. Join me, your host, Joyce Klein, for the next episode of Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>